This is Ozcast. Yes, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Ozcast 001. Your host tonight, Mark Seven, back in the studio once again, fresh from a uh, Clubland retirement, dusted off the monitors, and back in the studio. Massive show for you tonight. Uh, one of the original dons of the drum and bass scene, hailing from Perth City. Talking about Mr. Greg Packer coming on the show tonight. He has an amazing set coming up. Um, we'll interview him as well, see what he's been up to. Great to have your company. Keep it locked. I'm running from the cold again. Listening to Mark Seven on Comic Bigger.
Big ups to uh, Larry, Calix and TV on their signing to Ram. This one, In and Out of Phase, huge tune for them, remix of theirs.
always deep sounds the comics tracking you
Oscar. Sounds of uh, Future Signal, tune called Trident. Incoming dub plate.
Alex and you're listening to Mark 7. Hi, this is Stevie, you're listening to Mark 7.
Uh, naturally, this one, uh, like this. Slogan and Io on the Magic EP. Coming up in around about 20 minutes' time, uh, sounds of Greg Packer hailing from Perth. Massive set. We'll do an interview with him as well. You're on Ozcast. Keep it locked.
bit of a uh, Ram back-to-back session here. Ram Trilogy. Just the Gridlock remix. Ah, uh, yeah, check the uh, Facebook page as well for Ozcast. Some special events coming up in the next couple of months. Well worth checking out.
talking about it, don't care about it. It's the Teflon Don. Mark Seven. Mm. I take panic. It's the jail. Mark Mr. Seven. Please, it's there. You're on Ozcast. Uh, we have a very, very special guest uh, here on the show tonight with releases on Interphase, at least his own record label, Hard Leaders, Good Looking Soundtracks, Formation, Renegade Recordings, Defunct, Futuro, Focus, uh, and many more. Um, one of the original dons of the drum and bass scene in Australia, all the way from Perth, we have Mr. Greg Packer. How you going, man? Cool, cool, cool. All good. How you doing? Now, I thought we'd start off by talking about a little bit about your history. I was 17 when I originally originally came down, and um, that was actually the year that I, I ended up buying a pair of decks and started DJing. So um, I actually had quite a lot of uh, records that, that came with me. I had about a thousand records before I even purchased decks, but wow. it was all um, pretty much uh, old 80s hip hop and a bit of bit of like funk and soul and that kind of stuff. Uh, just just stuff that that was I was surrounded by like living in the UK, which was sort of big music at the time. Um, but yeah, I was I was already uh, a heavy collector of, of vinyl, and all my friends kept saying to me, you know, when are you going to become a DJ? With all these records, and I was, I wasn't to be honest at first, I wasn't really that fussed. I was like, nah, no, nah, I just like I just like music. I just want to collect music, and then. Um, it wasn't until I left school, I was age 17, I got my first year's tax return, which which everyone's first year's tax return, they usually get the whole lot back. And, yeah. um, it was the most money, at the time it was the most money I'd ever had in my life, and I thought, what am I going to do with all this money? <laughs> yeah. So uh, all my friends were like, do it, yeah, go on, no, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I mean, once, once I actually had my first beat mix, I just never looked back, I was just instantly hooked. You know, I just thought it was amazing, and all, all I could think then was, what what can I put with what? You know what I mean? It was just trying to work out all these mixes, and I just completely got the mixing bug. Like, as, absolutely, as yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of I those mean. things, isn't it? And, and I suppose um, mm. with the the DMC as well. I think you won uh, back in the day as well, and that would have had a you know a big impact on you in terms of um, you know publicity well, that, and stuff that, as well. Yeah, well, that was the thing. I mean, I mean, I was I was already in Australia then, and, and in, in um, 1991 they did the the DMC to sort of get the, you know, obviously to get the Australian team to represent the world, and uh, so I entered the um, the West Australian uh, one. And I actually won it, um, 
but I didn't think I would though, just like went and did my thing. I, I sort of learned a bit of deep juggling, a bit of scratching, and, and I, I thought I was okay. But then when I saw what I was up against in the heats, I sort of like thought, mm, I could have this. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and absolutely blitzed it uh, because the standard of DJs in Western Australia at that time, I mean, I'm talking 1991, was really low. There wasn't really many good DJs around. That did, you know, some of them hadn't even learnt to beat mix. It was pretty pathetic. And I, so I, to, to, to me, to sort of step up and do what I did, it was like I was some kind of bloody legend. But I still was nowhere near as good as the, as the world champions. You know, that's just sort of an indication of what it was. But in Western Australia, I was kind of like, wow, who's this guy? And then suddenly everyone was booking me and it, yeah, it, it all kind of took off for me, like, big time. And um, I, before I knew it, I was playing at all these big raves and, and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was good for me and fortunate for me. But um, the, 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 the actual talent, the, de- the, the standard of DJs at that time wasn't wasn't that high, but it's, it's all changed now. I mean, Hasn't it? I, yeah. could prob- I could probably list 10 DJs here in Perth that are just amazing you know at least you know and um, yeah so things, things have definitely changed over the years we've bridged that gap I think um, largely across Australia as well man like there's just so mm, many yeah. uh, you know these days I suppose that a dime a dozen as well but um, mm. you know that probably leads me on to the next question around production um, that's one of the things that has separated uh, people and, and talking to like uh, Carl Shock One and Fetzer and people like mm. that and uh, and yourself, obviously, you know, with some huge releases over the years, and once you actually do get those releases going, it, you know, that that does cause a little bit of separation, and, and I suppose, yeah. and a new direction for you as well. And um, mm, we mentioned yeah. this before uh, that you've been doing some production. So tell us a little bit about that. What are you? Where are you at with that? Well, I mean, I mean, the, the history of the production was like. Um, I remember exactly how, what my age was, I was 27 years old and I thought right I'm going to do this, I'm going to get a computer, a sampler, a synthesizer, uh, it was all external stuff as well back then, it was, I was kind of, there wasn't really much on option with software back then, yeah. um, so I bought all this outboard gear and thought right I'm going to give it three years, if I haven't got a release by the time I'm 30, uh, at least I've had a good crack at it, you know, and, um, and I actually ended up getting a release within, well, about a year after having my gear. So uh, by the time I was 28, I had my first release, which was on Hard Leaders. <coughs> so, uh, yeah, it was kind of like I'd tick that goal off and thought, okay, well, you know, I've got something here, let's, let's keep going. Um, and then, yeah, back, I mean, I was fortunate when I started, vinyl was still really popular and sales were up and so I had all kinds of different labels hitting me up uh, wanting me to do 12s for them so I ended up doing you know getting on some good labels like Doc Scott's 31 Records and Renegade Recordings and LTJ Book and Good Looking you know to name a few that's huge isn't it so <laughs> it, it was all it was all yeah yeah it was, I mean it, uh, around the sort of early 2000s 2002 2003 were really exciting times for me you know I, I, I used to wake up in the morning and and uh, check my emails, and I'd, I'd be like, literally like, kind of, what's next? You know what I mean? And yeah. like every day, I check my email. There'd be someone like, we want you to do a remix, or can you do a twelve for our label, or this, that, the other. And I was like, Jesus Christ, this is all, this is all, <laughs> this is all go now. And then, funny enough, yeah, when, when, when the whole kind of vinyl thing sort of fizzled out, and the digital thing took over, and and then lots of people started using more software plugins rather than the hardware. I don't know. I just sort of found my. I kind of got a little bit lost in it all and um, sort of had to kind of pull myself back a little bit, I, I suppose. But, um, I mean, I <clears throat> I started my own label around about 2004. Yeah, so, uh, and then and then I was, originally I put about 14 releases on vinyl and then um, the distribution company, they kind of went, 
under and then so I've just sort of concentrated on the whole digital thing at the moment um, just trying to like push as much as I can that way and what and the way where I'm at now here in Perth with it is I'm actually trying to get more people involved yeah trying to get like a little family together get get some people remixing my tunes and and I just signed a guy from from Poland uh, trying to sort of branch out a little bit um, and, and get some overseas artists on there and, and just sort of like trying to establish it more as a label now so which takes a little bit of bit of the uh, stress off for me thinking I've got to continually keep yeah. releasing tune after tune to, to keep my label going like, like with the whole remix thing was cool because all I had to do was give them the parts and then and then they would do it they would just remix the tunes and then there's another release type thing you know what I mean so it sort of takes a bit of um, bit of the pressure off for me uh, having said that you know I'm, I mean I am still making plenty of tunes I've got a, a couple of little side projects going on um, which you'll probably hear on the mix I, I've got some guys I work with on the east coast and we we, we, we record under the name Packer and Rhodes which is me and a guy called Danny Rhodes right okay and we're doing we're doing drum and bass a bit of like dubstep and even even some sort of kind of like electro house things in the pipeline which we've got just just like a little side project um got the stuff I do with him nothing and we, we're looking at doing an album later in the year, so that'll be like a Greg Packer and Assassin album. Um, and then I've got my solo stuff, and then also remixes that I do for, for other people. Busy, busy. Mm, yeah, so yeah, I've definitely got a lot a lot on the on the plate at the moment. And, and, and uh, things have been going pretty well as far as the, like the Beatport charts go and stuff like that. You know, we've been, um, I mean, my latest remix for, which I did for Kid Kenobi's label, uh, charted got down uh, as high as number four in the top 100 which i was really that's really amazing. chuffed with yeah mm, yeah yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's i mean i mean i, I mean it's, it's it's good to get in the top 100 for starters but it, it, it like entered at number 43 the next day it was like 28 next day it was nine then yeah. it was five then it got down to four and i was like come on <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> just awesome. looking at that number one spot going come on but no i didn't quite do it but but it got pretty close um right top five that you know that's incredible but, but it's good it, you know it, it gives me that that gives me like motivation to, to you know to keep going and just think right next time i'm gonna get that fucking number one spot <laughs> if it kills <laughs> me <laughs> the fact that you're nurturing other artists um locally yeah. around australia and, and you know the, the international acts as well is, is fantastic so look the mix is coming up do you want to tell us a little bit about some of the, the tunes on there and yeah yeah the, i mean i mean obviously it's, it's, it's a mix of uh, there is a lot of my own material on there um and a couple of teases of some bits that i've done and uh and a lot of current tunes that, that I'm, I'm sort of feeling at the moment i guess but it's, it's quite i mean I, i've originally i was sort of known more as a, a mu- musical drum and bass dj or liquid funk if you like but i guess that kind of side of me is sort of um it's still there a little bit but i mean my a lot of what you'll hear in my tunes will be very musical but also like dance floor pumping high energy kind of tunes but but you'll always hear that kind of musical edge uh, in the stuff that i produce and the stuff that i play i mean a lot of the tunes on the on there that i'm really feeling by like uh, camo and crooked and etc uh, etc et those kind of um those kind of producers that, that are making real real nice beefy musical drum and bass um but yeah, and, um, and it's just quite energetic. Lots of fast mixing and little teases and yeah. stuff, which everybody likes these days. <laughs> <laughs> I can testify, man. It, it, it's absolutely amazing. Um, we really appreciate you taking uh, the time out to talk to us uh, on Ozcast, and certainly this show. Yeah, yeah, certainly it's it's about um, you know uh, getting a, a lot of the acts together and and uh, doing some of these podcasts. So thanks for that, mate. Yeah, no problem. It's always a pleasure. Ozcast special guest Greg Packer.
close the door Make the light fade I'm at war with myself Take me to that place Where I can have some breathing space Your embrace I'm displaced Give me a reason
somehow managed to find myself in this faceless, timeless place. Watching you, watching me softly fade. The ground isn't green, reality's concealed. Can't see the stars for the dark night you are. You're in the mix with Greg Packer from Perth.
Bass Music Program, Oscar.
So yeah, jump up onto the uh, Facebook page, Ozcast, A-U-Z-C-A-S-T. For more information, uh, some big shows coming up. And uh, we will also be pushing some of the new producers and DJs from around Australia to come on the show. So watch this space. You're in the mix right here now with Greg Packer from Perth. Mind-boggling set. Hope you're having a great time. Keep it locked.
podcast special guest, Greg Packer. Absolutely blazing in the mix, Greg Packer. Check the uh, SoundCloud, www.soundcloud.com forward slash Mark7 uh, for the track listing for the show. Ozcast 001. Big up sort the heads around Australia and all the people from around the globe locked on. Plenty more to come.
Oscars.
Hey, this is Corral from Bates Creek, Brisbane. You listen to Ozcast. Ozcast. massive going out to the creeps you're on Oscars double zero one in the mix Greg Packer Going 
going out to all the original junglers around Australia, across the globe. We got some DJ Wash, concrete base. DJ Meltdown and to Cubic. Big ups to the inbound crew. Big ups to the 5158 massive. Going out to everyone supporting drum and bass and bass music in general. Keep it up. You're on Oscars. Right, 
Greg Packer, all the way from Perth, one of the original selectors, one of the original dons of the drum and bass scene here in Australia. Shouts out to Adam One and MPK. Also uh, dons of the scene many years back. Still doing damage. Check uh, SoundCloud and Facebook for upcoming shows. Some big acts coming your way on Ozcast. I'd like to thank everybody involved. You know who you are. Thanks for tuning in, wherever you are and whenever you are. Big ups. Special guest, Greg Packer.
www.soundcloud.com forward slash mark7 
This, This is, is Oscast. Oscast.